4: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash/achieve today.
1: For me, it just makes me realize my nipples are erect, and that's when I know I'm excited. That's whoa, whoa, whoa! We are
4: live, and we were recording. Before we begin, let's start. Let's start out with some mentions of some great stuff, you guys. Pack Filler Online Store is doing very well. Not literally. Well, no, it is literally. But we are moving uh, merch, shirts, mugs, caps. The hats are here. They're behind David, if you can see them on the fridge there. Um, socks, stickers, and even jerseys are in stock and ready to print and send. Check out what's available and show your Pack Filler pride. These are what we call limited runs. Or kind of how we all probably felt on new year's day <laughs> as we make them all I, I make them all who am i saying we i make them all right here so get them before they're gone and next off untapped maple pure vermont maple syrup is the core clean energy is the result if you haven't tried it you're missing out easy to, to digest great flavor options to replace that muck you've been ingesting in your rides that really thick stuff so, uh, if you have to pound a You know, half your water bottle after your gel—it's—it's not the right stuff. And their stroop waffles are truly a work of art, especially Mm. with your morning coffee. Next off, athletic brewing. That's right, alcohol non-alcoholic brews, the best thing to hit in 2023. And athletic was first. They're also the best, if you ask me. Great flavor profiles, variety, and some great causes that they support, like trail maintenance and trail building and all that wonderful stuff. Use the link at Packfiller and get in on the healthy drinking movement. That's a sentence I never thought I'd say in my entire life. Healthy drinking movement. Yeah, hmm, let's go play bikes. I'm a healthy drinker. Yeah. So What did we say? Damp January? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Moist. Moist. Moist January.
1: Oh, well, there's damp, moist. and then you go to moist, and then there's saturation. Then, yeah,
4: then there's just wet. Yeah. January. Monsooning. It's monsooning
5: for me so yeah. far.
4: <laughs> it is Tuesday. The beverages are poured. Hopefully, I won't break a glass. Guys, I broke two last week. What's I broke bad. that one during the show, yeah. and then I broke... My Empire State Building glass. Yeah. I came down here, and I hit another one off the same way. Why are you so bitter? I don't know what's going on. I think something's wrong with me. (laughs) I'm I'm losing control. Uh, The cameras and the mics are on, and we are live in the Rimbrake Bar for another edition of the longest-running podcast talking about bikes. That's true. Is it? Longest-running. Yep. Mm. There was one other big one that started before I did in my basement actually over there it was even more depressing and uh that was the fred cast that was that was oh, basically yeah. his first so that uh, he, also, he yeah, hasn't produced yeah he, he hasn't done anything for since like early 2000s yeah yeah oh i'd guess 20. at least that yeah yeah this is the pack filler cycling podcast i'm pat bulger cast of characters are here with nine percent abv on tonight's drinks oh david didn't do it though yeah. prepare for some emotional silliness tonight's prologue question for our panel name a recent movie or TV show that affected you in an extreme positive or negative way that you've seen recently movie or TV show because I have one and I want you guys to uh, know the one I watched (laughs) first off he's got beer bikes and coffee on his mind at all times that is a proven fact Mr. Paul Maine yeah how are you man doing well thanks uh a movie that wow, the theme's over that quickly. A movie or TV show that that bothered you in a good or bad way.
1: Uh like one of those ones
4: that you sit up afterwards, going, "Wow, I really like that," or "Wow, that was really messed up."
1: No, I really like that. That was um, uh, Apple TV series of Slow uh, Slow Horses. My Un- wife lo- and I just lo-
4: finished the the third season, second yeah, the, season. Yeah. Great show.
1: Did you? So you've seen
4: the whole series? Yes, we caught yeah. it all the way up. Renee, my wife, read the
1: books before. She goes, and when she saw it pop up, she's like, oh, my God. Yeah, oh. I, you know, I have to see if it matches the book because this is unbelievable. And in, in the book series, you know, somebody always dies. But oh. you learn, all the characters, you learn how they got into Slow House.
4: It is a great <laughs> series. Yeah. Gary Oldman, one of the best. Absolutely. Oh, my God. He's not Jackson, afraid to look like an Jackson absolute. Jackson Lamb. Yeah, he's so good.
1: Farts anytime he wants. Highly he's just, recommend. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's just a pig. Oh, yeah. Michelle, yeah, my wife is, would be happy to know you like yeah, that. Absolutely. We
4: just started it, and it we, we were finished with it in like oh yeah ten days. Oh yeah, oh, wow. it's, it's easily done. binged. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. Next off, uh, he's not here, but he's got an unhealthy obsession with Top Gun. Mr. Sam Waples. Yeah. can you mm-hmm. explain
5: your brother's problem with with or crush on Tom Cruise or something like that? I mean, I also watch. I don't watch it quite as much as him, but he watches really? Wonder Woman. Yeah, well <laughs> amongst other things, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um his introduction
4: is he's got his own effing theme music, Dr. David Waples. Notice I said doctor this
5: time. Oh, it's okay thank you. Well, don't get used to it. What's um, what's a movie
4: or uh TV show that affected you in a good or bad way?
5: I think I think Jackson mentioned this one a couple weeks back, Dope Sick on Hulu. Did you did you mention Dope Sick? Mm-hmm. I thought you were the one talking about it. Dope sick? It's about Purdue Pharma and the opiate um, epidemic, and it just hit way too close to home. I was Whoa. just like, "Oh yeah. man!" It, it's very—I uh, mean, it's dramatized, but yeah. it's you know it's supposed to be based off of real events. But is uh, Matthew
1: Broadwick in it? Is that who it is?
5: Uh, I—I'm so bad with characters. Yeah, I think that's really. It's in on Netflix. Uh, I think it's on Hulu. Hulu. If I remember correctly, sick. yeah, but it's about how like Purdue Pharma basically like lied and advertised OxyContin as not oh, wow. addictive, and then I mean it's just it just uh, it hit too close to home. So oh, I was wow. like, we, we binged that, and because I had to get it over with so I could stop thinking about it. Oh no shit! Yeah, it was like mm. it, Don't because it was keep, making me so angry.
4: Keep that shit out of my fridge. Two of them burst in my fridge because it's water. I just had to clean out my fridge. They were. I should have oh, shown you the here? destroyed cans. I yeah. Some of these. Yes, yeah. There was a Bud Zero and a A Heineken Zero Zero in my fridge, and both of them—no, in there, both of them broke. To be fair,
3: is that his fault or is that the fridge's fault? (laughs) None of the other beers broke.
1: Yours didn't break your cider.
3: (laughs) Well, yeah, Uh, because. But still, broken
6: in my fridge.
3: Well,
4: that's because you probably drink it all. Sam's here, everybody. (laughs) Yeah, and he's making all the noise. He's drinking this crap garbage beer. Um, Sam, has there been a movie or a TV show that has affected you deeply in one way or another, like positive or negative, like you stay up a while afterwards going, what the hell? Yeah. What was it? If you say talk. Kind of <laughs> <laughs>
6: okay. So I think like first like visceral response to it would have to be, well, if you didn't cry during Ted Lasso. I haven't seen have season no three. Oh,
5: yeah. I am into that. I must be oh, a robot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. A season robot.
6: three, I just like tears yeah. were just pouring. I'm like covering my wife's eyes. I'm like, don't look at me. Don't look at me. So, Wow. it's but, okay well, to cry? Yeah. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. Did you ever watch that movie, like Boy in the Striped Pajamas? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. No. Oh, that. Oh, really? <laughs> oh,
1: that one tears you <laughs> wow. up. Wow.
4: If is you. If, oh. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next off, he's got tickets to Arizona and permission to or the tour to Bloom, Mister Jackson Boulder. It's like, yep, independent ah. Jerry. Everybody drink, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, I, I'm excited for the all the upcoming plans. You know, this year. Yeah. Um Movie wise, though, to answer our, our question, yeah, uh, yeah, I recently watched with my wife. We watched uh, the new Hunger Games movie, oh, The yeah. Ballad of Songbirds. I'm and reading snakes. that book right now. I will say, as somebody who majored in acting, yeah, especially at the end because there's such like a, there's a huge twist at the end that I was like uh, that that my wife was like you're gonna be shocked at how it ends and really? I was I was very much like whoa I did not expect this to happen mm-hmm. but there's a point near the end where he doesn't like he the our main ca- the main character doesn't Crowley say s- snow yeah.
4: yeah the guy who who becomes mm-hmm. Donald mm-hmm. Sutherland it's yeah like,
3: wait what he There is like a maybe 10, 15 minute scene where he doesn't say a word, but he has an entire emotional and character change. And he doesn't say a word the whole time. And it's like, like I said, as somebody who studied acting, it's like, wow, that is like, that is really powerful and like very well thought out and like studied the character in like inside and out. I really recommend this It's not going to end happy, is it? I'm not going to tell you because I'm not... Yeah, he becomes yeah. He yeah. We, yeah. So you but, know
4: that. But the thing is, okay, I'm not, lying. I'm, not I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm listening to the book while I'm on the trainer. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I've got it on Audible, and um, I'm I'm loving the book. But the whole time I'm going, I'm actually gaining sympathy for the villain, and I'm starting to understand why he did the things he did. For example, the song uh, that that uh, that are Katniss you? sings. Are you are, are you? you going to mm-hmm. the tree? Uh-huh. You find the origin of that song, mm-hmm. and then she, Katniss, sings it later on, and you understand why he's pissed off at her for singing the song.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: It's yeah, like the end is a crazy, it's a crazy great effing
4: book, and I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it as soon as I finish the book.
3: Like I said, you would appreciate it because okay. studied acting and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah but It yeah. is like, like two and a half hours. Too. It's worth it.
4: Yeah. Movies. Yeah. Like I know. That I made it through.
6: I true trainer rides before this. Ass clown at the end of the table had paid twenty dollars to rent it for forty eight hours instead of twenty five dollars to buy it, so I didn't get through
4: it. You know, what, I, that's bucks. all I do anymore. I buy, I buy the movies. Yeah. It's five dollar difference. Yeah. yeah, and I, I would paid re- paid the five dollar difference. I have massive regrets, like Jurassic World. I bought. Oh, yeah. horrible piece of shit movie. I mean, but like piece some of, of, of them, shit like movie. if you're,
6: yeah, but if it's that close, High students. I would still
4: Yeah I would still Yeah it's five bucks back. I bought it Yeah, We so. bought it yeah. Oh sorry Introductions Me I've got ten pounds to lose <laughs> <laughs> Me Pat too Bulger. And um, I, I'm gonna say this My wife went to bed early Because she got the COVID booster This weekend mm. And she was feeling like Absolute garbage She got COVID and flu Both, both one, one go and, um, and so I'm like Okay I'm gonna watch a movie So I'm scrolling through And I found the movie Hereditary which I have not seen, and none of you have apparently seen it. Jackson, I've, you seen I've it? heard about none, this have movie. any of you guys seen it? It is a horror movie. No. It is kind of a ghosts, occult a kind of a thing like that. I finished the movie at eleven thirty PM. I was up until one thirty, lying flat on my back going What the hell did I just see? Oh my God. It was so Messed up. It's like,
3: I've, it's like one of the scariest movies of all time in a lot of people's books. Really? Yeah. It's brilliant. It's a the horror acting, movie. Yes. The acting, acting
4: across the board, unbelievable. But uh, it messed me up. Mm-hmm. It, I can think about it right now, and it messed me up even more. And now it's like going, my algorithm on Netflix and all that things is going like, well, you should watch Saltburn next, which I hear is really effed up. And then they said you should watch uh, Midsummer next i heard midsummer also really out. Yeah. yeah
3: it was so there we go
4: yeah like it, it, it it i i i said i need to lose 10 pounds i lost at least a pound and a half watching that movie in in tears or just, sweat. just no just walking around no, the room okay. going what <laughs> god god was
3: so gross
4: okay gentlemen talk to me how's your cycling life been over the past week now that we're 13 minutes into the show uh i'll go first it's been great good yep Yep. you were just saying i think we were live when you said that you
3: were weights and yeah i think i said it just prior um i've been trying to do uh weights and then strength or excuse me or ride and then strength afterwards i think that's just a good habit to continue with so yeah yeah, that's what i've been doing
5: nice Mm
3: -hmm. okay na boy are you dry january no, dryish. <laughs> <laughs> not
5: even close. Just... David
6: saw a Saturday. Okay, Saturday was a like our best friend's birthday, and so we celebrated by going downtown, and I got. Well, I, I got whiskey. a couple of cocktails, you know. Oh, okay. like it was okay. Yeah, it was
4: good. A couple crocktails. Yeah. Uh, um. So is that? Are you still recovering? Is that why you're drinking this? And by the no, way, I am I do doing have Several of our sponsors' beers. Well, I didn't know that in the fridge. Well, I didn't you know that. Keep bringing over this absolute. Well, I'll drink that next. Heineken's not German; it's Dutch, not right? Dutch. It is. Yeah, it's Dutch. Yeah, it's fine. It's um, basically
6: flavored uh, water. How's your cycling? It's good. Um. So, so I'm doing tour de bloom, right? Sure. And because of oh yeah,
4: drink. <sighs> I'm taking baby sips here now. When are you Because of that, in this race?
6: I was like, well, I don't have enough time in my life. I've now started the basement um, bathroom project that I'm doing. And, Just uh, a urinal? No, yeah. that would be great. Yeah, full bathroom, <laughs> laundry room. But um, I was like, I don't have enough time to do all this. So, to make a long story long, I'm like, how do I m- make up for that aerobic fitness and other aspects of my life? So, I still I did Monday. You know, that's strength training. Yeah. Uh, But I've been walking to work. No. 30-minute walk in the morning. You know, it's nice, easy. Heart rate's probably somewhere around the 140. But it takes me like 30 minutes to get there. Either I will walk home, bike home, or get a ride home. But it's nice. Like, I mean, just like it's all about just getting a little bit more time in that aerobic state. Uh, Boost metabolism, all that, but yeah. So I've been adding that in with just the rides that I've already been doing, which is three or
4: four days a week. That walk is going to suck donkey balls on Friday.
6: I won't be here. I'll be in Arizona. Oh,
4: Oh, because the high is going to be ten. Yeah, Fahrenheit. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, Yeah. sucks for you. Low is going to be minus three Fahrenheit. My seven Fahrenheit. I I, I saw seven. It's going to be, but it's going to be beautiful. (coughs) Paul, cycling life: good, bad, indifferent.
1: I'd be getting on, but um <laughs> I can't last I can't last more than a half hour. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, since I've been sick.
4: So, oh shit.
1: Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean just I'm exhausted. Heart rate is up, everything. Wasn't
4: COVID. No. It was COVID. Wow.
1: Yeah. Both shit. my wife and I tested but it was not COVID. Wow. Mm-hmm. I had COVID in March. I would have taken that any day yeah. compared to yeah. this one. Yeah. It just knocked the hell out of me. Wow. So um yeah. So that's about it. Uh I'm bummed. Um, but uh, I know I'll get it back. But it just feels like oh, I'm really at zero. I'm really. At <laughs> oh, zero.
4: I thought I was at zero last yeah. year, but no, this is zero. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's all new zero. Yeah, redefines. It. It's the new math zero. Yeah, David, you were saying when you walked in, you were strutting in like my schedule is good.
5: My schedule is good. Yeah, so I was like starting to get tired of how much trainer road was having me train, and then this last two weeks i've had a pretty good schedule and so i'm still doing like five days a week and i thought about you on sunday wow. because Me? i went skiing <sighs> and then i came home and i was like do i need to ride and i was like yeah i probably should ride too and i did another hour of <laughs> <with> the trainer <laughs> wow <laughs> it's not really like i mean i hurt actually to be fair my mus- <laughs> my like little muscles hurt after skiing but it was a pow day it was wow. like six inches of pow that day i haven't even we did taken like, my skis out well, last weekend was like the first today would have been yeah. amazing. we got a foot at every other every one of the local mountains yeah. and it was yeah. a Tuesday, so nobody would have been there but yeah, I had my two hours of work to do um <laughs>
4: I my took God I took to heart what Jackson said about embracing my inner and exterior body type last week. Oh, yeah. he was like, dad, you should just be calm you should just embrace it. you're a big a guy. large human.
3: I'm a big guy you're just you're built like. You're st- like, you're built sturdy. It's yeah. not a bad built thing. Arno DeMar here. You cool. know? Yeah. Yeah. With a little Filippo Ghana mixed in, right? Yeah. yeah. No, totally. We're, like, same body type still. Like, yeah, really? Sagan type of body type. Like, there we go. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah,
6: like, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah,
2: that's God. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I have been on the... <laughs> guys.
4: Um, and I'm working on power and sprint. I'm going to do that. I'm going to embrace that. And I've been working on the bike three times, and I've been putting in a lot more strength training. Mm-hmm. Um I I'm doing the the I'm I'm doing I'm doing the work. I'm not baby stepping. Um that's a movie reference. Mm-hmm. What about Bob? Mm-hmm. Um and uh I'm doing the the squat challenge in my office on on weekdays and to, yesterday today I did 280. Jesus. Yeah. It's crazy. And uh and the weights and my Sam's going to give me shit. My shoulders are feeling a lot better because of the strength training. Yeah, crazy, I can actually right? sleep huh? on I could sleep on my side for more than about six minutes now wow without slowly rolling onto my back like an old man going <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad usually <laughs> you, know, it's like, you ever be ever like in a movie theater and you put your arms up onto the sides of the chairs I, I I'll do that when I'm in in the theater or something like that watching a rehearsal and then I'll have to almost grab this my 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 right arm and pick it up and bring it over back down because it's it so, so bad much, my shoulders so bad. but they're feeling better now so that's good so that is very good so i'm, I'm enjoying that um you guys weren't at strength training last night though that, Well I was going to ask you about that We all seem to be bailing on Mondays But you're hitting it there So uh, how are things going? It, what What is it?
6: It's just a circuit like, yeah. They just lay out different like circuit workouts And uh, yeah yesterday Since I know the, the trainer She's like what do you want to do? I'm like glutes and core She took that serious And that's oh. all we did And oh. I can barely sit up straight today Really? Yeah How many people? Oh, There was only like four people Wow, it's awesome, five six seven,
4: eight, nine that's okay, isn't it? What's class size I man? love
6: I mean, like I think fifteen there? you could fit, oh yeah, maybe there was more. Was Dan- she no, Danielle was there? Danielle's there, so I think I'm, I think yeah. My anyway. wife
4: told me she was there. Yeah. Where was mm. she? Yeah,
2: <laughs> Danielle, no, not again.
6: But uh, <laughs> no, I think they can hold fifteen like, comfortably. But that's kind of the benefit of this place: is yeah. it's small class size. What's the place, Sam? Tailwind Fitness. There we oh. go. Yeah. I
4: I keep putting an S on that. Tailwinds. Tailwinds. Oh yeah, a lot of Fred Meyer's
5: and Costco's as well. And <laughs> Legos, Nordstrom's. Yeah. Legos. Yeah. Legos. And the Facebooks. Yeah. yeah is that what you... Uh, yeah. Shut up, out. David.
4: <laughs> I liked you better when you were quiet. <laughs> um, what do you guys do off the bike? David was mentioned skiing. Does anybody do... Uh, Jackson was mentioning strength training. You're mentioning... Walking. Your strength training. Walking. Strength training
6: yeah. But, I mean, normally I'd be cross-country skiing, but yeah. not this year.
4: Paul wins the uh, the stair. No, I'm not it's doing It's not going to happen this year no. anymore? No. That was a great tradition. Yeah. How many steps? This Six, is a twi- uh, 63 a, steps. A, a nearby strange. strange
6: everybody has one in their city. Yeah. yeah. Unless you live in Kansas mm-hmm. or yeah. something. Where well, it's it all flat. Is. Yeah. The
1: funny thing is no one knew who built those. Really? And the mystery finally was solved like last month my wife says, "Hey, they finally found records the city actually put it in 1910." Wow. wow. And it mean, was because like of it. the the people that lived up on that part w- had servants or people who worked. Below. You know, the, below. Uh, you know, I think and that, that was that an was article. A, yeah. I read that. Yeah. 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 And, that, and there was a tram, too, that would drop off in wow. that area. That's how oh, they wow. got up. That's top. interesting.
4: The yeah. servants need some steps Good. in which to get up here because they're too tired <laughs> when they arrive. Yeah. And I need them to bring me my parable egg. You and are really good shrimp. at that, <laughs> servant. Bring me my. <laughs> oh, I've been strictly on on Ruby. I have to say, That's I, I awesome. wish I. I they're not giving me a penny, and I mention them every effing show. I like the real world writing. I like uh, the the fact that you can do it first person, where you're not seeing any other digital bikes mm-hmm. anywhere and it is a bit it is tougher somebody yeah. mentioned this to me online when i was talking about it in one of our social medias that they said i find it hard to do the climbs and it is mm. harder oh yeah and and by the way if you're on ruby and you're riding at 70 percent of maximum it's okay you're not you're not tricking yourself because the climbs on ruby at full 100 percent real efforts they don't exist on swift It is uh, something's wrong with the software that I think it's harder. I don't know. I think, well, yeah,
1: I, to me, it's more realistic. There's times where uh, like, you know, Zwift, I'm like climbing, you know, hills and I'm like, I wouldn't be in that gear. This is too high for this. And I did, uh, I've done all the Flanders, um, you know, the last 50 K and you hit these 22% you really get the feel of what they're going through. when pros step off their bike on the Copenberg at 22 percent yeah i I was standing up going i I might not be able to make it. so I know what that's, yeah. that's I mean that's realistic. Um, and I did I couldn't finish uh, I tried to do it. my last uh, workout was Strada Bianca, the, the
4: Tuscany one. those, those are oh, brutal. Jesus. Yeah, I now know why that race is so absolutely horrendous because those climbs just have, pop out of nowhere and there's, yeah.
1: and, and horrible, I would I would strongly suggest stable. anybody because they have still have that 14 day trial, yeah, just try those and 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 I did uh, the the other one is Gerresberg was the first one because that's
4: I did that good. yesterday. New
1: York. That, it was a <laughs> that cool. was another one. And you go by that the, the chapel. <clears throat> yeah, get to the top. That's the finish. Like, oh, that's what but it, was that section about. is 20%. You yeah. know, when you get through the, the mall area and lower and then that section right before you get there's like, "Oh my
4: god." And you can do what you guys are doing, the the lines watching. I'm mm-hmm. doing an Andy schlecks based training program right now. I did a, a speed workout um, and
5: it and it was, it, They're good. You know, you can follow the line if you want. It's lines and movies. Okay. Yeah,
4: Currently, you can't. You, I don't think you can minimize it and just leave the lines up and watch a movie. Watch Top Gun. Currently, I'm doing lines in John Wick. So. Oh, that, it is on. Netflix. By the way, that's, that's my next series. Sounds like a horrific drug problem. I'm doing lines in John Wick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly, those would go together. Yeah. yeah. Um, the John Wick series is good. It's so good. By the way, David, um, I I instead of renting those movies, I bought them.
5: Oh, well, they're, they're on They're the free for an yeah, Netflix. Ex- well, oh. Well. Free because you use your mom's.
4: <laughs>
5: <Nice>.
4: <laughs> There's a joke in there. There is a joke in there. Um, is anybody trying anything new for your preparation for 2024? Jackson, are you doing anything new? or? Is it,
3: um, I mean, <clears throat> not to be repetitive. It sounds like I'm being repetitive. Already. No. Strength is repetitive. Um, yeah, I mean, it's really just the strength of it all. Um, I... I'm trying to co- commit to that uh, just because I think that, that that has been severely lacking within my past few years. And I find that now I can sit in a position on the bike that feels more relaxed in the shoulders, but a lot more like powerful uh, through the legs and everything. So I'm I'm happy with how it's going. And I think that I don't know. They, <laughs> I saw something the other day that was like in four weeks, you'll feel results in 12 weeks, weeks, you'll see results. So it's like it's one of those things. It's like it's so hard to wait for that stuff. You're like, man, I'm a month in. Why don't I instantly have a six pack and I'm yeah jacked, you know? But it's it's one of those things that I'm just sticking with because I do feel. I it's been over four weeks and I do feel the differences. So it's yeah, it's been something that I'm very happy that I picked up and I'll probably continue the same regimen year round. Um,
4: Sam, you mentioned a training camp in the spring. Yeah, you threw it out there. Um. I think we've done this every year. For people who have been on with this show, except for when I was doing it alone. Um, as a collective group, we've always gone like, hey, we should do a training camp, a three- to four-day day training camp. That'd be fun. Yeah, let's do it, bro. Yeah, we got the dates. We're doing it. I can't make it. I'm not going to be able to be there, guys. I can't make it. Um, My first question, and Paul, you did one last year. You did your uh, your Arizona, Arizona yeah. trip. no. No, Palm Springs, Springs right? California, Palm, Palm Desert. Because oh, this got me thinking California. when Jackson yeah. said he was going to Sedona, and I was like, oh, are you bringing your bike? Are you bringing
3: no, your bike? no chance in hell. That's too bad. No, it's not. I like not bringing my bike on vacation.
4: Hmm.
3: Who are you? How long are you gone <laughs> for? It gives me anxiety. Uh, <laughs> from the, I want to say like midweek, first week of uh, April to that Sunday. So I'm and five days ish.
6: Mm-hmm. yeah I just I, it's just like one of those things there's a lot me. of work for five days because if you travel all that you're probably gonna get three days of riding ish and it's
4: it's
3: a Plus vacation his
6: wife
4: wants him to spend time with him well and I want and I want to, no, no. I want no, to spend, time, to spend time, time, with time with them people. you know yeah yeah oh, yeah nah, so, I agree yeah. yeah yeah no I didn't mean that as like
3: yes dear no I know, <laughs> I know I just wanted to clarify
4: yeah, yeah. Um uh, <laughs> now talk to me about the design and the concept of a, of a one-week training camp is like for example what would you do over those because we were talking about like 3 oh, 4 days yeah but what would you do would it be focused on intensity would it be spoke, focused on distance? distance would it just 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 lsd kind of i mean kind of like it's gonna be faster two, than it is just
6: like i mean back in the day like in probably january february i'd be going out and do 100 mile bike rides but they were so slow yeah. and just chill rides it would be a faster ride but i would shoot for something in the like 60 70 mile range yeah and but do that you know like it may be more than that but like do that for all the days that were there you know, like that compounds, and like every time that I go over and visit my friend in Bellingham, that you know kicks my teeth in every year. Like it just takes a weekend, and then I feel ten thousand times better after yeah. I recover. Paul, what did you do on yours?
1: Uh, <clears throat> I rode. There were more long, longer distance type things. Yeah, we had. We joined a couple of uh, like um, riding groups, or this one desert. I can't remember the name of the desert. Uh, cycling club oh. that Stu is involved with he was I think treasurer president or something and um, like a Thursday night they do they ride out to Palm Springs and it's called a thousand palms and it's basically like a world's type you know it's fast yeah you have one little climb Wednesday night world's and kind of a thing yeah, it yeah. Is, it's fast and those who want to go faster up front and you know there's people that take it easy too but uh that w- we had a couple of days i'd say that were pretty fast but you know how many days were you, you i think gone? was there eight eight days wow yeah seven and or eight days do you notice
4: a big difference coming back from seven eight days or oh, or in sam with three four days kind of a thing like that
6: yeah i mean because like i i mean i would say for me i don't have base right now like i don't have distance right i because right now i'm doing hour hour and a half long rides yeah so if I just do even a couple back to back, I just puts you know, it's not base, but it is going to allow me to see how my body responds at, you know, 60,
4: 70, 80 miles in. I'm glad you mentioned base because that is what I was going to ask. Is that an outdated term anymore? Is is a mileage because, Paul, I keep thinking of our days when it was, you know, junk miles and. You, know, getting, you didn't touch you know, your big chain ring till March. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and it was just it was miles, 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 miles. <laughs> yeah. Well, you just, we well, just rotated them. I mean, we did that too.
6: I was, at least I did that. Um, but I think that like like bases for the twenties. Like you are, you don't have time for base when you get older. You like know. who has time to go out and do, you know, like five, six hour rides, you know, in your thirties or even later twenties, hold a job down, marriage you know or a significant other whatever the mileheads are going it, to be
4: texting me immediately yeah i know hearing but this i <laughs> if,
6: i welcome it i'm just like it's got that time has to come from somewhere i'm yeah. a firm believer in it and so it's like right now i can dedicate five hours a week on my bike and then just do a couple longer rides in the summer and i'm plenty fast
1: i i think for me more than to me, a training camp—if you do it—it's—it's it's a change of environment from where, you know, you yeah. normally train. That helps. That's why I've done um, Borky back in the day in the '90s. We were there for, for I think Bork was there for maybe two months. I was there for over a month in, in Tempe, Arizona. Yeah. And we rode every day. I and mean, we did, I think, 350 miles the first week, 400, 500, 600, and then we scaled back down. And just being in warmth and riding it's so much, so much. You come back rejuvenated. Yeah. Um, and that's that was my decision to go down to Palm Desert, is because I wanted sunshine. I even if it was forty degrees, it wasn't going to really jack me up until you start riding in seventy degrees. You're in shorts, and yeah. it's a, it's a different different thing. But you know, you did a
5: six hundred mile week. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Oh, my I thought that was cool last year. <laughs> And that four hundred and twenty mile week. It was no, crush your dreams. four twenty.
1: We had nothing to do. See, we had no obligations. Yeah, had, that's awesome. none of us lived. We, we got a hotel. We had no furniture. We slept on the floor. I mean, that's what a training camp you is know, to me. You just we had a TV t- that was four inch black and white screen TV. <laughs> oh, I mean, I ate beans and rice and cheese
5: and... That's exactly what a training camp is to me. You just like, separate yourself from everything else and just ride your bike and, I mean, beans and rice, you know, kind and of... Occasionally, they go out r- to a piano bar at night. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Dance to uh, uh, We found a good...
4: Oh, to so dance to the two steps with all the sweet honeys <laughs> in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my <thank> God. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, though. I where, agree with all that. Where would be your uh, realistic... Uh, yet ideal training camp location.
5: San Luis Obispo. Where? San Luis Obispo. San Luis Obispo. That's where I went last year.
3: Jackson. Um, I don't know how bad. I really want to fly with my bike. Yeah, 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 that's what I mean. So I think maybe like uh, I don't know. Maybe I spent a lot of time in Portland, obviously, so I know a lot of riding there is temperate year round. Um, oh, but okay. maybe like so a, is it now. Yeah, 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 maybe like a west side of the state. So yeah.
4: Okay. Yeah,
5: you you Hood Canal. Your, I mean, uh,
6: if we're talking like yeah, the most accessible. But my preferred is Maui. Do they have, have shrimp
5: burritos at the Hood Canal? What is it with yeah, you and the shrimp probably. burritos? It's so good. You do like <laughs> a shrimp. really long ride, and then you just pick up like a five dollars shrimp burrito. Shrimp. Have a face, you know, Mister Vegetarian boy. Not in my burrito, They boy. don't. Mister <laughs> Vegetarian <laughs> cut boy.
4: Cut off. Mister Veggie They cut the faces off. They
6: also have those in San Luis I will say this: they have those uh, flank steak sandwiches.
4: What the? He- you guys are so hypocritical. You claim to be dry, the I and then don't you drink eat. beer. You claim to be a vegan, vegetarian, <laughs> and then you eat a flank steak. This was like ten years ago. This was before, ten years ago. Try tip. Yeah. That was it tri-tip steak right. tri-tip oh my god sandwich,
6: those yeah. were good you guys would destroy I can have those. it anytime yeah right. me too yeah. Mm-hmm. I could have it tomorrow you guys would
4: destroy those I'm gonna have things. it tonight just out of spite <laughs> um, is, is anybody taking into account any dietary uh, uh, considerations like being me. Uh, like trying to maintain a, a low calorie diet or trying to restrict yourselves in any way like that or I'm,
3: I'm just asking this for a friend
4: <laughs>
3: high CO2 <laughs> high CO2 something that i've been thinking about we haven't really changed our diet diet is not something that i plan on changing soon i actually work out as much as i can so i can keep my diet right mm-hmm. you know um so but i will say recently i purchased myself some scratch recovery so like little like things here and there just to like kind of support my Active lifestyle, you know. I think I'm trying to a think about late that. On the scratch, yeah, it's, bell. it's all yeah. good. It's still there. Scratch, uh, scratch, 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 scratch. There we got our, <laughs> we got our money's worth. Um, <laughs> but well, I guess they got their money's worth yeah. if we're really saying it. But yeah. um, and then like I don't know, just like high protein things here and there. Um, I, it's not really changing anything, but it's just thinking about it a little bit more yeah. than I did prior. You know, yeah. it's yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't want to change too much because then I'll get stressed out again but no
4: that's what I've been doing this this year in general is just not necessarily worrying about it because I mean usually this time of year I'd have downloaded the calorie counter and I've been yep. logging in my food and all that kind of stuff but this year I've just been kind of like and the, one of the great things is actually my wife and I have a, a, a food delivery box that comes with the, mm-hmm. all the ingredients and we make it mm-hmm. you know and stuff like that and um and and it's it's a larger portion than we need but what's great is it makes it just enough for the two of us and then I have a little bit for, for work the next day mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and at lunch the next day I've also been kind of cutting back what I do so I'll take a little bit of that leftover and like a, an apple and mm-hmm. I, I'm surprised at how I'm actually quite okay I'm not yeah hungry
3: I, and those kind of things help thank you sir I love that though because it's like realistically who in this room is going to be a professional cyclist within within the next 10 years I'm hoping you know, yeah. Aren't I am we all open? Yeah. Got my application in. But it's like it's great that we're not letting it like <laughs> completely dictate our like yeah. enjoyment yeah. of life. Yeah. No.
4: Um I do follow a, a written schedule for drinking. Unwritten schedule for drinking. I don't know about you guys. I'm gonna peel back. I
6: drink. mean, I was drinking on podcast night and then like Friday night. That was it?
5: Yeah. Um, That's what I started. And then in, in
6: December it just went all to hell. Wow.
5: <laughs> in the first part of January
6: one day
4: Yeah, you're right though. I, uh, I haven't been that many days to January. I I abs- <gasps> I hold back from drinking uh, until 5 p.m. That's my <laughs> rule. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's it. Yeah. It's not days. That's ah. always been your rule. <laughs> it's always been the rule. Nightly what? news comes on, I can have a beer. That's when wow. I Wow, co-
6: yeah. you are trained. <laughs> It's and, like then, a half dog. and then I will <laughs>
4: allow myself two ounces of bourbon, and I will drink two ounces of bourbon a day. I'm not lying. I have a beer and two ounces of bourbon wow. every day. Nice.
6: You know it doesn't really matter. I mean, I am not a not a nutritionist. It doesn't really matter though how close you're being on like all your nutrition if you're having that amount of alcohol. It,
4: it's it, two drinks
6: <laughs> a day. <laughs> it's Fourteen the, uh, drinks a week. The what for is it? Milk? What is it for men, David? Two a day. That is the upper
5: yeah. limit. To prevent, to prevent liver cirrhosis. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, we're not talking about so I got that going speed for me. on a bike. We're just talking about the liver. Mm-hmm.
4: Hey, uh, speaking of which, I want to ask you guys about your
5: bad habits.
4: I wanna, uh, we got to pull back the curtain. we got to reveal our inner soul mm-hmm. about our bad habits. And, and have other cyclists agree with us that you know are slowing you down in terms of cycling and lifestyle. First question. Sleep. How much sleep do you get on a regular basis? Be honest. Jackson's
3: looking at his watch. Oh, no. I was just looking because oh uh, I got not, a text. I'm really bored right now. No, so. no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually sleeping with my eyes open. Um, no, I uh, I try to get seven hours of sleep on work nights, on weekend days. It's way more. It's probably like eight or nine. Okay. Um, but if I don't, you know, it is what it is. There Sam? You
5: go. What's
6: your average night's sleep those days? Honestly, up until I came back from Switzerland, I was eight religiously. Okay, but it's good. But like ever since then, I just can't sleep anymore. I don't know, like I yeah. I'll go to bed at like eleven and I'm up at four. It, Last night I impending got
4: impending doom of your midlife crisis, that kind might of be existential it. Yeah.
6: dread. The what metapause? I, I done with up? myself? Yeah, that's, that, Manipause. Feels, Manipause. that feels about Manipa- it. Manipa- yeah. Right? yeah, Yeah. I don't know. I just wake up like i it's whatever, but yeah. Is it you're waking up thinking about, oh my God, I got to work on the basement? Very or, rarely. Uh, it's actually my really? back. It's, for some reason, I've like had wicked thoracic spine. Oh, okay. So I just wake up and I'm like, I guess I'll get up. Like this what? morning, you got up at 5.30. I went to bed at midnight.
4: Ew. Oh my god!
3: Yeah, Jackson, what time do you go to bed? I go to bed religiously. At my latest bedtime is 11 p.m. Oh my night. god, Paul, talk to me, Goose. Mm-hmm. Uh, how? Uh, talk to me about your <laughs> sleep schedule. Uh,
4: <laughs>
1: I usually, I? I'm usually uh, in bed by 10:30 or 11, and I wake up at 5:30. So, wow.
6: Paul what
4: time do you go to bed? 9:30, 10. I used to be that way, and I wake up between 5:30 and six. I miss well, that.
5: Physiologically, you need less sleep the older you get. Not this Do physiologically
6: really? older. I, Not when you are a prime I, specimen, fair
5: enough. I'm walking,
4: talking Adonis, <laughs> 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 bitch. <laughs> David, your sleep, your sleep schedule has to be the most. Odd of all of us, especially because of what you were coming off of in terms of shift work and things like that. Yeah. Um. How do you? How is your sleep schedule? And are you able to maintain, especially in all those absolute lunacy times? Because um, we know this affects performance.
5: Yeah. yeah. When I get into nights, I mean, there's no way I can perform well on a bike when i'm doing a a prolonged stretch of nights like you know because you get two days off on the weekends yeah you're gonna flip and then like you think you're gonna all of a sudden be fast when you're supposed to be asleep yeah that's not gonna happen um but now that i've been routinely on days um i mean i i shoot for seven to eight a night on average i mean um the as soon as my schedule calmed down a couple of weeks back i had like 3 days where i slept 10 hours <laughs> wow it was so great mm-hmm. and then uh and then i found that i couldn't sleep the next night and so i, <laughs> I actually have to like keep ah! myself at 7 to 8 or i won't fall asleep the next night and then it just like you know you stay up and then you want you're tired the next day and it's not not a good cycle so yeah but I, 7 to 8 is usually good for me
4: um, in terms of bad habits, if anybody has one they can throw out, great. But I'm going to keep going through my categories. How, how's everybody's diet? Do we all eat a completely healthy, well-balanced,
5: completely no fast food, nothing like that? So much hospital kind of a diet. Food.
4: So much hospital mm, food.
5: I eat at the hospital like five days a week for yeah. lunch because I get free food.
4: Is it? It's the irony. Yeah. I'm going to ask you: Is is a hospital
5: diet not healthy? Oh, absolutely not. Why? They don't. They, I don't know. It's cheap. Like I, I had a salad today, but it was like I, I call it ranch soup. <laughs> <'Cause> I like <laughs> I like put more ranch in there than anything, and then uh ranch soup. Yeah, and then uh, you know the, they have hot stuff. It's it's fine. It's just super salty and yeah. Um, yeah. And that's why I take uh, acid reflux meds every once in a while. It's because, of the, it's because of the hospital food. When I don't eat there, I don't get acid reflux. So
3: I need to ask you after this for what you take for acid reflux. Just you know, yeah, for a committed friend, for a friend, for a com- yeah. yeah. <laughs>
4: I I will admit I work in the industry where I have never seen more pizza and donuts floating around the building. Yeah. it is absolute lunacy. So I don't go to any public areas because I don't. I I don't know if i really like donuts that much anyway yeah but yeah. um they're always around and so or good. or the costco muffins or something oh, like that where people cut them into excellent. quarters and i'm just like you going eh, just but you'll muffins. eat it no right? but, like, but i don't like
6: no but i'm saying like yeah. if it's there if it's in front of me I'd but you know like, what i'm wondering at
4: the end of this whole dance of life that i'm just gonna lie in bed and you know, on the edge of my days and you know jackson will be there next to me and go dad is there anything you wish you did? And i be like, I wish I'd eat more goddamn donuts. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be my last word. Because it's just like, how much faster am I from
5: not eating a quarter of a donut in the break room? No, it's moderation. Like, you can have a donut. You just can't have donuts every day for breakfast.
4: So you're giving me shit about a beer and a whiskey every night, but I alcohol. But I'm not, not, the not having the donut. The calories. But I'm not having the donut. Because the alcohol. key word was moderation. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> That's not moderation. Well, some people would say two days moderation. There we go. Some I'm not. one
4: of those people.
5: Is anybody on a... Uh, uh, actually, no, let me... Uh, in terms of
4: your training, are you guys... David sounds like the only one who's really adhering to a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Must do, must do, must do, must do, must do. Sounds like the rest of us are all kind of logging in, looking at a cool workout and going, yeah, that's, that looks pretty brutal. I'll do that. What? He got that from me. I are set you it following? Up on trainer road. But are you following that. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever the the, the algorithm says? I've had you to have change to change
6: the days a couple times, but the ride stays the same. It's really? like, oh, I don't have time on Monday, I'll do it on Tuesday. Really? But I follow the same program I have for months. Yeah, I have. I I could tell you what I'm doing tomorrow. Wow. Let me show you. No, you no. no I do want leave me to whip it out. Not, not interested. Okay, it's a lot of watch just to no. let you know.
4: You
3: no. kind no. of log on and. Think about what you need to work on and then pick right. Yeah. So usually what it consists of is I know what my strengths are and I know that it's that burst of power that that you know fifteen twenty second burst of power and that's probably my my best quality and so what I'll do is typically what I so I'm, you're working your strengths. Well, let me get to where I'm going. Sorry, I'm excited. It's okay. I get it. Um, <laughs> what I do typically is I'll pick maybe one of the three ride days as like a sprint or like short attacking type of day. And then the other two days we'll be working on that longer sustained power. Weights is every day and then the rest day is a weight day. So I never really have like a weight day or a rest day during those four days. You're doing weights every day? Every single day.
0: How up?
3: I'm only doing with I'm only doing it with a 25 pound kettlebell. So really, is There's it like a lot? Yeah, you know, but I yeah. But I'm not out there, you know, bench pressing. So. Yeah, well, you're missing out on massive gains, bro. I <laughs> I know. I got to wait those 12 weeks as I have said before. Have you tried
4: Joe Rogan's? What the fuck is Joe Rogan pushing on TikTok? I want to I
3: want to find Joe Rogan and punch him in his nuts that have shriveled I up to great. Completely agree. Except he did suggest one song that I did really like. Oh well, that's so,
4: fine. Uh, that's fine. I'll here. take that. That's fine. Um. So speaking of which Supplements Does anybody uh, Supplement their diet With vitamins
3: With anything like that Jackson I, you do I take a daily vitamin Every day You do And then supple- I don't know if this counts As a supplement But as I mentioned before The scratch recovery Every single day Is kind of like Every day well, not okay, not every day. I will say one thing I did say earlier is I like the taste of it so much that sometimes I work out just it's so delicious. I can earn that. It's delicious. <laughs> what, <laughs> flavor? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. what flavor? it's just chocolate. Oh, I have I just, chocolate. I just, I just, it's just. I, classic. I like a coffee,
6: more. and it is awesome. But, but strawberry one hits in summer. Oh, the
3: yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I like. I don't know if that you know counts as a supplement, but I've been putting that in every single time after I work out, and wow. I don't feel as fatigued or sore afterwards this so. was
4: completely unintentional but I we are in the process of renegotiating with,
3: with Scratch mm-hmm. so this is really well done Jim, mm-hmm. nice wow job. well it's the only one that works for my the temperamental best. belly like, are I we going to go into this now because no
4: yeah, <laughs> be fine. Yeah. Um, anybody no Paul, I, you I, shook I, your I head. do I take
1: I do take a daily supplement but because yeah. I have a problem Viagra with iron doesn't count yeah.
6: what you
4: say so. doesn't count Viagra Viagra Viagra's. I don't know. Daily have time for that.
5: <laughs> that was not one of the three. Sometimes hikes yeah, beer yeah, and coffee. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Since I turned fifty, the T levels have dropped, so <laughs> we don't yes. have to worry about doesn't that. It doesn't matter yeah. anymore. Yeah, nope.
5: I think I've said it before, it's so, like how I feel about supplements personally. Like, other than the ones your doctor recommends, you should probably avoid supplementation. Daily vitamins are good. Iron, that's one we recommend if you have an iron problem. Vitamin D in this part of the world, good idea. But all the other things people are trying to, like, get their, you know, vitamin, whatever, this and that. And, like. Amino some, acids. Yeah, amino acids. I- get mean, in your diet. Yeah, it's, it's it, the, you can't even verify what you're buying is actually what's advertised. There's mm-hmm. nobody regulating that stuff. So right. Wow. But things like recovery drinks, daily multivitamins, those are good. I'm taking my, a
4: daily multivitamin. Yep. I'm taking glucose, and chondroitin, because I keep thinking I can find a magic cure for my shoulders. There you go. <laughs> I'm taking red ginseng for my tinnitus, my scorching tinnitus, because Ooh, I was in a rock band for most of the 90s, and I played drums, and um, I was alive during pains. the grunt. That's the 70s, <laughs> you ass. Get your he decades right. He not there. He just jokes. Jesus. Come on. You weren't even a glit in your dad's eye at that time. <laughs> yeah, you were even itching your daddy's pants. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and, and so I've, I've damaged my ears horribly. I, I realized that the day that David and I were on the same output <laughs> for our headphones. He's like going, why is it so loud? Because <laughs> well, I'm deaf. Um, okay, how about... What you know about your body, does everybody in this room know their f t p Paul well, I guess FTP? I do
1: because it based off of the the one hour test at the four d p or whatever it's yeah used, I did last year
4: everybody in this room know their maximum heart rate, not anymore. Mm-hmm. Ah, I haven't done that in a few. Actual yeah. in, or mm-hmm. just calculate?
6: I can make pretty good guess. Yeah, calculate
4: 220 minus your age. Yeah. So that's what I use, yeah, because it's, it's generic enough, and I think it can get it higher.
5: I haven't mean, used heart rate in like three years, so.
4: Anybody know. know their lactate threshold? No. No.
5: Mm-mm. That,
1: mm-mm. It doesn't matter if you're a okay. amateur. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. right? It is what it is.
4: I'm going to ask the the most important thing. Uh, thing and this is where you're all gonna be truthful with me how many of us stretch on a regular
3: basis no liar jackson you stretch on a regular basis yeah i make an attempt to stretch every single time before i well it's before i lift so every time before i lift i try like and stretch. How, what kind of a stretch regimen just so, so I after playing soccer for so many years, I have a couple of those stretches that I still do. It's obviously not you know hip, I'm not opening up my hips. Do you see the I'm, thing where you lift your knee up and just flop? That's it why to the I. Side. That's why I said that's I'm not. That's such a cool thing. I'm not opening up my hips. Do. Yeah. I'm oh, not doing okay. Stuff like that's that. the opening up your hips. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. I it's, don't do stuff like that. But like I, will I'll lay on the ground. Yeah. I'll do baseball like, stretch. Just the yeah. I'll lay. <laughs> do a big star <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> but things like that. I'll. I have about maybe like a five minute thing that I do. And okay. It helps me feel better. At least. Sam, you raised your hand. Oh, yeah. I mean,
6: I do. You probably because I have a, to as a work Well, first off, guiding people through it, just do it with them at the time. But then also, man, it made a world of difference for me and my low back. Okay. So I love it. Yeah. I stretch regularly. Paul?
1: I, I used to. I haven't. Honestly, I haven't in the I don't last either. year. I don't and I, and I love when I do. Like, I yeah. love it when I do it's just I'm not disciplined
4: I don't think I am either that's a problem I really need to work on it especially my QLs yeah oh mm-hmm. god Um. and, and the, Sam can't answer this but bike positioning do you work on your aerodynamics I know Paul's like you were like I can't push the watts but I work on aerodynamics is anybody focused on, on trying to find out strengthening for aerodynamic positioning does anybody think about that uh, today. asking for a friend <laughs> Who has huge effing shoulders? I guess what I that try that hurt does yeah.
2: not and the belly and rubs and it the top two
1: Yeah, well. yeah. 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 <laughs> it does it. Oh, okay. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> what I try and do is I try and like for interval training, for instance, sometimes I'll have like like a minute, you know, where I where I'll be in the hoods and one at one interval, and then at the other time I'll just be in the drops, just so I can like kind of even out the like the. How I'm getting used to each body position. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's scientific at all, but I, that's what I do.
4: I need to get back into the drops. Mm. I haven't spent a whole lot of time in them in the last ten years. Honestly, oh, no. I spent a lot of times so on the hoods. With and I've as I've ridden more and more, gotten back into it more and more. I'll I'll catch myself where I'm. You know, I'm a ninety degree angle on the on the on my elbows, but I'm still in the hoods. Does anybody think about that stuff? You know,
5: yeah, I think you'll appreciate this. When I first started racing, um, I there's, like, some very uh, fundamental moments that I remember. Well, not when I first started racing. It was when I first started watching bike racing. I didn't race at that time. Like, I went to a race with Sam where he raced, and I just watched. It's like, um, go, brother! I, I was just like, let's see what this I'm is about. I'm so proud
2: <laughs> of you. I want to be like you when I that? grow up.
5: Uh, that would have been Cascade. Oh, yeah. Um, and I don't, I think... Nationals. I went to Nationals mm-hmm. not In like Salt as Lake. a participant just because I wanted to hang out with Sam. And God, I st- still remember I still <laughs> <laughs> remember the announcers talking about how uh if you had good form you would be able to like have a cup of water between your shoulder blades yeah. throughout the race. You know, like your your shoulders should be steady, they should be flat, you should be able to balance water on it. And, and then the announcer is, said, it's on like Donkey Kong. Uh, something like that. That's a that Dave, that's what, a Dave yeah, toll. That's, that's a that Dave is. toll.
4: Yeah, 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 yeah.
5: But uh, that, that like, stuck. I think about that a lot. I think about getting low, keeping my back flat, keeping the shoulders steady. And, I mean, when I first started racing, there's pictures of me, and I was just like, how did I get so? I was so focused on being as yeah. flat as possible.
6: Yeah, he has a very aggressive
4: stance. Really? Yeah.
5: All right, do you encourage? Would you,
4: as as a bike fit guy, would you encourage that,
5: or would it built be like
6: something him? The dude's very proportional, like torso to leg length and everything like that. What and if that you're, I don't know, six one, um, shoulders are super jags. wide, your hips are crazy tight? No, I would not recommend it. <laughs> My hips are not crazy tight. <laughs> your <laughs> hips? Well, we can do some you testing. Have, your <laughs> hips are seen tight. Seen
4: the the motion in the ocean. <laughs>
6: I can guarantee you, your are are tight, and like, like that's—they're not for tight; me. they're toy, they're toy, like a tiger, toy, like a tiger. A toy, like a tiger. Uh,
3: but yeah, so like, for, Jackson's just like, I'm gonna vomit now. <laughs> well, I'm really interested to see what it's going to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, okay. Sorry, I keep distracting
4: so uh,
6: For me, like, I I do think about this. Like today, when I was riding, I was down on the drops. Um, or sorry, I was down on, uh, forearms on the, yeah, um, yeah. you know, puppy paw position. And I'm like trying to hold that for as long as I can. And then I go down to the drop. So I try to be like in a more aggressive stance because it is a thing that you have to train to stay in that position. But I think that that's really it. I don't worry about like changing my bike fit and lowering my yeah. stem. I feel like you can just lower your elbows and get down.
4: Mm-hmm. God, I yeah. keep remembering in the eighties where we just like slam the stem. And uh, you had to inverted.
1: If you look, our seat post was. We rode bigger bikes. I rode a sixty. Yeah. It's yeah. two centimeters shorter. So, I mean, everything's our our drops were deeper. Yeah. So we were in that position. It was just that, you know, it's the same position. Yeah. Our headshoes were taller because yeah. we rode two two centimeters bigger. Yeah. So we had to slam. You know, it just doesn't matter. But getting on that position, one thing I do catch myself on uh, Ruby or whatever uh, indoor training is, I don't. I have a tendency watching the screen. I'm not in my riding position. Right?
4: Yeah. Yeah. You
1: find yourself kind of a little more up. I don't ride that way, so I'm training for the position I don't do not ride in. And it's weird, so I started watching the watts. And and the watts will actually my speed picks up and stuff when I get to what I'm comfortable and used to. Down low. Yeah, down low. Really? And but I'm straining my neck because my TV sits a little higher than I would <laughs> on the road. Yeah. So, and that's where I I, I thought, nah, I gotta, I gotta just suffer to look up every once in a while. So,
4: okay, be honest. How uh, do you focus on mental training? Does anybody in here just focus on 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 s- mental self care, on um, mental strength, on
3: anything like that? Jackson, you nodded right out of the yeah. gates. Well, what I d- have I done to you? No, it's not. It's <laughs> not you. It's I. I just need to do it because I have. Uh, yeah, I just, I go through anxious periods, yeah. so I think sometimes I just need to tell like over the last year, I've really let myself know that like, sometimes some of those days are going to come around and that's okay. I'm allowed to have those days. But like when it comes to the cycling part of it, like confidence, I think in this sport is a huge key to any sort of success. And just tell, like being able to tell yourself like, no, like you're in the right spot. Like you, need, you deserve to be in this race. And sometimes you have to tell yourself like, no, like you deserve to have like, You deserve to have the win and so that's something that I've been like having to remind myself especially over the past year where it was where I kind of fell out of that practice Mm -hmm. going back into that and just always like the uh, positive self-talk I've I've found is like a really good avenue for me at least just always like hyping myself up a little bit because sometimes if you lose that you can let those negative thoughts come in and then Mm -hmm. and then you can feel like shit. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah. I would say I'm a very confident human, and I
6: do not win a lot of eye races. <laughs> that's called overcoming. That was that was
4: a perfect blend of of confidence and self deprecation within one sentence. That was nicely done. There uh, you no, Yeah, Jay, that's that's. I like that. That's good. I like that. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah.
6: I would say that. I mean, it's just like last year. I was doing the. Um, cold showers you know because like it's yeah. something I don't want to do and I think that like like doing those things that you don't want to do are really important to me because it's like it's so easy to just we, we're in a sport where you can pull the plug you can yeah. pull the plug at any point you just say ah, I'm done yeah right and so like living in that discomfort I think is like a lot of it is mental your body can go a lot further wow. than you think yeah. so like for me I like yeah I love I love that I love training and thinking things that I don't want to do And Mm. then I'll do them.
5: (laughs) Riding the bike for me is taking care of myself mentally. Yeah. I I feel like I've said that uh, on multiple occasions that like, that is like, I think my job is so draining that I get on the bike to recharge. So, I mean, if, if I wasn't between mountain biking, road biking and um, cross biking, I always want to do one of them. So like, to me, it's, that's what I'm looking, that's what I look forward to. Yeah, is is getting on the bike and out of the world of my job.
4: Well, Paul, you're kind (laughs) of along those same lines because you keep you regularly talk about the fact that racing is your outlet. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily like you know. I can I can speak to myself for myself where I love riding my bike, and and at some point in my life, racing became. a source of anxiety, which is just so weird because it was something that I would go as Jackson would say, I would go to a line saying, this is my race. I'm going Mm -hmm. to, I deserve to be here. Mm -hmm. This is me. Uh, I I don't even think I ever said that. I just assumed that. But, uh, and Paul, you, you talk about the fact that racing is your, I I love you ride to race.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, in fact, uh, my old teammates, we still, Keep in touch with Tex and stuff, and we're talking about cycling money that was coming in with Red Bull, on on yeah. run stuff, and I said, you know, somebody asked my opinion. And I said, uh, I-, I promise I will land this plane. Hang in, w- in with me, guys. <laughs> alright I'm gonna. The start. door just I'm... blew off on this uh, 730 uh, 737 yeah. Max. Holy shit! Nice. You're just <laughs> nailing the references yeah. tonight. But anyway, they're sitting there. You know, what do you think? Of, you know, money being good, and I said, you know, I think. We're losing all sports have been involved with this that money becomes the focus and not the passion. And the passion is what got me going. Yeah. Um, and the passion to race. I love, I I really like riding my bike. I love racing. That is why sometimes I don't feel like riding my bike, but there's a race, is what I'm aiming for. And that's what I love. Even when I get my teeth kicked in, there is mm-hmm. something about that intensity the adrenaline is pumping trying to make split decisions it's like what my dad and i'll i'll make this quick uh my dad died uh in uh, december 11th of 2015 the week before there i went and i talked to him i didn't know he was gonna die we just had a, a conversation about life and he was talking about being a fighter pilot and i was talking about racing bikes and he goes they're exactly the same Wow, They you know, because you you know your weaknesses and your strength, and you use your strengths against other people's weaknesses. You wait for that moment. You try and get people to, you know, make a fault where it opens doors. That type of thing. That is what fighter pilots. And I said that is crit racing, a hundred percent. And when you're on top of your game, I mean, I got goosebumps now talking about it. I just mm-hmm. absolutely love that. Um, so that is what's that's my drive and that's that's my motivation. your mental. Yeah, exactly. Health. And so I always have doldrums from November, October, November, December because there's no race schedule. Yeah. Even if I can't do it, then now that races are coming in, it's like my my mind's like, oh, I know this course. I know this is what I would do. I can't wait, and that's what feeds my soul, and that's what keeps me mo- motivated and you know
4: wow. going on. Anybody get to the start line? Asking for a friend, and <laughs> um, and 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 have the voice going you don't have to do this you don't have to do this i don't know why it's it's come back it is something that came to me in like the last 15 years 10 15 years i think that's
3: <clears throat> i think that as a human being is only natural i think that you show up to a place especially where in a sport where you compare yourself so heavily to other people yeah that showing up and saying am i do i belong here like uh, yeah, pretty yeah. much asking the exact opposite of what i was talking about earlier i don't think there's anything wrong with that i do that yeah and it's just it's uh, like i said it's, it's 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 the sport is built on comparisons and i think that it's just a part of it yeah
1: i think in your case you were i mean you went to the top very fast wait
4: we're not talking about me
1: no what this this one person your friend oh yeah 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 your yeah, friend yeah, yeah, right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that they were they were at the top and they it was so easy and then all of a sudden you've got other distractions in life yeah, and yeah. then because you were on top at one point now it's, it's like a judgment You're yeah. like oh yeah he's not even, you know he doesn't have anymore yeah. he's not yeah, it's so.
4: it's unbelievable how with uh with cycling fitness um it, you can maintain it once you have it mm-hmm. but if you let it go it is a mountain to try to re, uh, mm-hmm. reacclaim, and and it's it's just an interesting process. Anyway, I'm I'm going off topic, so um. But there we go. Um, talk to me about setbacks. Paul brought this up, and this was a good one. And I'm I'm trying to keep track of time. Um, when you when you're in the in your winter or even spring training, and something happens, mm-hmm. um, a uh, a, a, you know, physical oh, thing, random uh, block uh, of nights. Yeah, random block of nights. Mm-hmm. Um, atrial fibrillation, um, crashes, crashes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know Jackson, you're dealing with, you know, you you dealt with uh, uh, those. Sam, you dealt with the big one in Hawaii where mm-hmm. you took a slice out of your arm. God, I was in such good form. Yeah, yeah. Um, David, your incident with the driver. Yeah, unfortunately, um, was at the
5: end of the year, but yeah,
4: Paul, moving for mm-hmm. F's sake. Um, Life. Yeah, how how do you guys marriage? Marriage, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a good, a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, but it does. But it's a training but setback. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. how do you guys deal with those types of setbacks, and knowing that you're going to show up at the
3: start line, not where you wanted to be? I mean, it's tough. Oh, uh, like last year was like. I think setbacks is an interesting word to use for it, but uh, I think the crash. My crash was definitely like God damn it! Set, yeah. Should we call them God it? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say marriage was a goddammit it, but like oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. blessings. <laughs> I think good answer. I think that life. Well, no, I my think first one I did. A <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> my first one. God
1: damn it! <laughs> I think <laughs> uh, I think good. that life
3: and 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 its process can bring um just like detours i think yeah oh
4: god that's so much better because i think that
3: over the last year um the crash was definitely a setback i don't want to use that as a detour that sucked um just in all aspects of it the bike was gone the fitness was gone even the body hurt all the time and coming back from that it's we talked about mentality that is a Ball of wax that is just an endless one. You can never take that apart because once you crash and then get back into another race, at the exact same level, you don't trust anyone anymore. Gun you don't shot. even trust yeah, yourself yeah. anymore, and that sucks. And so, like, I when we showed up to Missoula, I had all these hopes, and then when you jump back into a race that's ten times harder than the race you crashed, in. right? And so <laughs> it's like, and so it's like I had these hopes of like maybe doing something productive, and then just all of that. I I blame all of that fitness loss off of my crash it was just kind of stripped away and it felt a little weird. Wedding-wise though, oh. I think that that was what, what? No, I was looking for the scream sound effect, but then you mentioned <laughs> wedding and I'm like, oh. no, don't no, do that. Wedding-wise though, and like not e- <laughs> for the crash for sure that that sound yeah, yeah, belongs yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. it for, just took me too long. Yeah, for the wedding though, I think that that's something that is you just as a fitness at, or not a fitness but an endurance athlete you have to accept and be okay with that something that's very special in your life is going to take time away from that i mean yeah it was it's it was the best month of my life and i would never take that back even if i got my teeth kicked in and by sam boardman in missoula you know like i will always have that memory now but i think that don't stress yourself out be okay with having these life events because you'll never get them back you're, you'll get that ride back someday, but be okay with the setback there. Paul, I'm going to drop one of my F-bombs.
4: When mm. does next year, quote-unquote, become, quote, fuck it, end quote?
1: Fuck it, never. Really? <laughs> I mean, no. Dead. No, I <laughs> really? mean, there's always – the year goes on. You know, I had a pretty – Crappy year. Oh, I when can put it comes that on your gravestone if you want. Was it crappy year? No, just Let's, fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck <laughs> it. Let's that's go bowling. When you're done. Let's go bowling. Yeah. yeah. let yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, dude. Let's go. Bowling. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I mean, you know, setbacks for me they used to really disturb me, and it's funny. The reason why I kind of brought this topic up is in my 20s, it was cram session. Whether I got sick one time, I was aiming for. Lagrange used to have a stage mm-hmm. race. And I did well the year before. I knew the course. The crick course it was my style. And I was just, like, totally jacked. And I got sick right before it. And then I was feeling good two days before I went down there. And I rode like like I wasn't sick. And on the road race, I cramped up both quads and both hamstrings oh, in shit. the middle of the road going, oh, the CP style. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I had to drop out of the race. And, and it's just like. You know, that's it. I have to try. I was beating myself. I was never really recovering or, you know, like just a slow climb up to where I want to be. Yeah. And crashes, for me, I had one year, 1989. I, I think I had a total in, because we used to race a lot. I had 10 crashes. I mean, big crashes where you had to replace stuff in that year. And I would say two of them were probably my fault, but the rest were wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. Like replacing handlebars. Center bolts for, I mean, wheels replacing wheels, just massive crashes, and it didn't bother me. But then it was like two years later in '91. Now my life has changed. I'm married. God damn it to this first one, (laughs) and uh, (laughs) and so now I know that if I crash because I had the money involved, it's gonna take a while. It's not like I'm just supporting myself on my cycling. Now I have have to like budget my money. And then I'm freaking out. Now I've got not only I don't want to hit the pavement, I don't want to waste money. I'm it making, changes it, how It alters, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it really spoiled it for me, and it took me a while for me to get over that. Hmm. It was called a divorce. And
4: after that, I was good again.
1: Freedom! Yeah, I could
4: just crash all I want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no,
2: That's not true. But
4: I mean, um, speaking personally, AFib set me back. It, it, it could have set me back. I don't know, a lot longer, but it, I at, t- at least ten weeks, and I don't think I ever got that back this <laughs> this last year. Um, yeah, I mean, I was I was trailing from you guys the whole time, and um, it I, you know, I, I I joke about the the inner demons in my skull, but uh, but they were they were riding pretty hard this year, you know, and uh, and it was a, uh, it was a challenge to to. Keep going, especially because even after the 10 weeks, there were times like Jackson and I would go for a ride and all of a sudden I just pop, you know, my heart goes back in and I'm like, God damn it. And I I can't, I can't ride. We had to have a car come pick me up. Mm -hmm. And I remember we were driving back. I was in the car. You were, you kept riding. Yeah. And um, I was in the car in the back seat of the car and my wife and my mother-in-law are in the front seat. And Nigel pulls up beside us and the back windows are tinted. Uh, so I'm sitting there behind a tender window, and I'm looking at Nigel, who's a local cyclist, and uh, he's looking up at my bike on the roof. And I think he's like, God, is that Bulger's bike? And I roll down my window, and he looks at me and goes, what's wrong? I'm like, yeah, I went out for a ride, and I'm back into AFib. And he just mouthed the words, I'm so sorry. And it was just <laughs> it was perfect. For, you know, Because Nigel's always been the first person in the world to bust my balls, you know, whether I want it or not. He's he's busted my balls, and it was. It, but it, it, though those setbacks are really effing hard to come back uh-huh. back from, mm-hmm. and so it's um you know, Sam, you your your crash was probably a was yeah was that,
6: that wasn't. I mean, I didn't even think that, that was that bad because I could hop back on the bike. It was more you
4: knew you were going to be good.
6: Yeah, yeah. It was a bit traumatizing in the <laughs> moment because of blood. Yeah. But uh, besides that, like that wasn't too bad. It shook me up a little, but I was back at riding when I got back. Yeah, like yeah. David and I put bandages on, and I still had stitches and everything, and I went out and rode.
4: Yeah. So, David, can I ask you about the the incident with the car? Is that is yeah? That, yeah. Um, because people who don't know, there was a dickhole driver who just decided to take out his unparalleled rage upon you guys Mm -hmm. and um you know we don't have to go too far into detail because i don't want to you know uh, bug you about it because i know it was probably an emotional moment where somebody drives you off the road with intent to probably kill you Mm -hmm. and uh, when it came down to it the person was very lightly if not punished at all
5: yeah slap on the wrist how how do you
4: recover from something like that? That is a gigantic emotional toll on something we all take for granted. The ability to just go out for a bike ride.
5: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I've been thinking about while you guys are talking. Cause yeah, my, my biggest, I think the thing that I try to take with me is not to have expectations in life. Cause it, it's hard to be let down if you don't have expectations. <laughs> um, that's actually advice from a, a college friend, a very good friend, who just told me to not expect things of people because the really? the more you expect, the more they're going to let you, the the more chance there is for them to let you down. The more you expect from your cycling career, the more you expect things to go a certain way, the more opportunity you have to be upset and the harder it is for you to pivot. It's and a very glass-half-empty kind of a perspective, though, don't you think? Well, no, I just I, don't I just so. don't that you just don't you don't set expectations and then if something goes awry you just pivot. You do some you know. You're like. It doesn't mean but, not setting goals.
4: But, but people are going to
5: just, let you down? No, you just don't you know, it's not that you you just don't expect um, too much from people. Okay. Or you don't expect too much from your, your season or your ability to perform. You just you just kinda be there and then when okay. things go a certain way you pay the ball, Danny. Okay. Be the ball. Be the ball. But that being right said, <laughs> what was tough about that was that like the, you know, it's hard not to expect people to at least respect your life and, you know, your safety and your, um, your, just your right to exist. Yeah. Um, so that, I mean, that was hard to, that was hard to get over it. I mean, it still is at times we, re- we hear about people in our community dying, um, every year from drivers that aren't paying attention or it's usually not paying attention. There's not a lot of malicious intent out there, but, um, huh. that that's, <laughs> I mean, to be honest, that still takes work every single ride. That particular part takes work every single ride. Yeah. Um, but, and, and I uh, maybe ask me in a year and I'll tell you how I got through it. But, um, I mean, I think about it every ride that that particular bit mm-hmm. um, when I have setbacks in my training when I, you know, or a crash. I do think that that lack of expectations of how my season's going to go, how I'm going to do in a race like Montana. I had no idea. I mean, Sam's over here talking a big game. I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I'm just going out to race. And I feel like I I was really happy. I didn't do that great. I think I got like sixth or seventh in a road race, and I was stoked with that because I had zero expectations. You sucked in the crit. I sucked <laughs> in the crit, but I had no <laughs> expectations, so it didn't matter. I was not let down Sam, by that. Sam, meanwhile, is at the front of the
4: crit going, Get the
2: hell up here!
4: I
5: was 0% <laughs> let down by they, they that. Even, yeah, because he didn't even hear I was like, Yeah, so far back. Yeah.
4: <laughs> all right, let's get to our special segments of this show. Uh, first and foremost, time for Fit Tips with Bike Fit Sam, brought to us by Ambassador Cycling. Get to ambassadorcycling.com. And by the way, if you look ambassador and cycling, usually it is full of all kinds of people. Like, I want to be an ambassador. Mm. But your website comes up like... What? First or second on the Google search? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're kicking mm-hmm. ass. Thank Tonight's you. question is about
5: pedal to foot measurements. Did we just play the which which theme was that? That was the Ambassador theme. For now, mm-hmm. I thought we played the wrong theme. Okay, I was getting no. really defensive. No, hang on. I was. It not the I doctor. I, the the I thought I heard the curtain. The I was like, I was
4: zoning out. That's it. I'm flip. going to my
3: trailer. I was gonna flip a bitch. <laughs>
4: All right,
5: continue. Sorry.
3: What are we doing? Uh, tonight's
4: we? <laughs> question about pedal to foot measurements. And 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 this the, uh, these ones came from a, a pro. Since the contact point on the pedal is on the ball of your foot, mm-hmm. how important are proper arch supports in cycling shoes? Because I have a gigantic art. It, arch. It is like a wave. Uh, I mean, it is huge. And I wear footbeds in my shoes because I always thought it was because of the the foot collapsing, the arch collapsing, to, to cause a power power transfer problem, but I never even thought about how it relates to the ball of your foot and supporting that arch and then supporting that pressure point. So, Sam, your theory. Yeah, there
6: is a lot to this. Um, so your foot will collapse. You, we've created a very. Uh, rigid sole for cycling is why we've pretty much all migrated to carbon soles because you don't want that extra flex. That's where a lot of that pain will come from. So, putting arch support, if you don't at the very least have a carbon sole, the arch support is doing jack diddly right? So like if you have carbon soles, you're still having arch pain. Yeah. Your foot's probably collapsing. And so, uh, yeah, I would recommend probably getting an insole super feet make some very inexpensive, Mm -hmm. low profile ones that fit in cycling shoes well. Um, but the other thing that you can do is also just move the, um, cleat posterior, uh, to put it so that it's closer up underneath plantar fascia. And, um, bring it more into the midfoot, and that will also alleviate some of that, um, issue, but, uh, like Mm -hmm. then you won't necessarily your foot won't collapse as much likely. Um, it's when you're walking around on the balls of your foot, which is the equivalent of when we're pedaling, right? Like if we were just walking around on the balls of our feet, you're going to see that your foot collapse every single time. But like, if you look at a marathon runner, their foot collapses too. They get some torsion from that that projects them forward there's a whole bunch of biomechanics out there about this but um in a cycling shoe that isn't really necessarily the same case so wow i would say like to wrap it up if you're not at least on a carbon sole which like i mean i know they're expensive but also You can get them for pretty cheap. Like look up Lake, look up Bont, look up all these like $500 shoes. And they're always clearing them out for Mm -hmm. at most a couple hundred dollars if they're a season old, right? Like just look up carbon shoe and you'll find something for like 200 or under. And that's like one of the best, uh, investments you can make. I think from a fitting
4: standpoint, because it gives you a solid base. Paul, remember all the plastic. I had Patrick shoes because, first of all, it's my name, and second of all, Bar- Bernardino had them, and they were blue and they were cool. And I swear, if I if I wanted to, I could touch the heel to the toe. I could bend the shoe that badly. They were so bad, and I mm-hmm. raced. Bubblies. Did you have
6: terrible like plantar fasciitis from that? <clears throat> no, I was just what I you was young, young and cocky. Yeah. I
4: didn't let it bother me. I had Revats, the Charlie yeah. Motte. Yeah, those are beautiful
1: shoes. But you could flex those. You could too. flex. I, them. I couldn't. The plastic. It wasn't that one. Yeah, it was, it was all flex. plastic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm looking it's at the carbon.
4: the dedos over there that came from, um, uh, Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but th- those are those are plastic. Yeah. But what Dettor- I remember
1: starting, they were leather. And that there was wood too. Yeah. Track riders
3: use wood. Yeah. They had that's wood. That's tree. how old yeah. we are. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> and you, you
1: actually hammered the cleat into yeah. place. Yeah. Wow. You put a nail.
3: Was sliced bread like a big deal? <laughs> <laughs> it it, it, it wasn't it, even invented when it <laughs> came it out. Wasn't even a thing <laughs> when it came out. Change the and fucking, don't get yeah, you started yeah. on the wheel.
4: <laughs> no, those were already <laughs> there. Crazy obviously, <laughs> I mean, come on, yeah, those yeah, were already there. It, yeah. And it's still it, don't, it was don't
1: tubular don't. and it still should be tubular. Yeah, yeah, And when you
4: were in your wheels, you'd <laughs> get a splinter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they yeah. did have wood rims. <laughs> mm-hmm. Does
6: that answer the question? Yeah, yeah, not yeah. so important. It's basically not so important. There's other things that I would do, and there's other the like metatarsal pads. Yeah, stiffness is way more important mm-hmm. than putting it. And some people have actually done. They've paid like a hundred and fifty dollars for like carbon insoles yeah. that they then huh. put in cheap shoes. I'm not kidding. I've seen this, and I'm like, just
1: get a better shoe.
6: Get a better shoe. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying yeah. to, you're mm-hmm. trying a to the polish shoes, a turd here. A lot of the shoes
4: I'm seeing now come with. Multiple arch Mm -hmm. inserts Mm -hmm. that you can put into your shoes, and that's that's brilliant. Really, yeah. G Force is a company that has
6: produced um, multiple different arch supports and then angles that you can
4: adjust each independently, right and left. That's what I love about it is because I have a higher arch, and I don't notice it in terms of power transfer. I notice in terms of cramping. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, if my arch is collapsing on every pedal stroke, it, it'll start to hurt after a while. Oh, yeah. And I notice it more indoors than outdoors. Probably mm. because of position shift. Yeah. And being will get out of the saddle more often. And yeah. Things like that. All right. David's looking at his watch because he just wants to hear.
5: Okay. He I was peace. just Here, listen. worried that I was zoned out a little and I thought <laughs> maybe he the wrong one <laughs> for Sam.
4: You know? See, because you talk during the whole thing, I can't even talk over it and give you the proper introduction. That oh, it is time for Dr. David. <sighs> this, this is a Fucking professional amateurs. podcast. Jesus. <laughs> you know, I'm a professional broadcaster, at, and I'm surrounding myself with a bunch runs. of morons. <laughs> <laughs> but Jackson. Jackson knows his shit. I appreciate you saying that. Jackson knows his shit. yeah <laughs> With the large outbreak of respiratory infections such as RSV, flu, and COVID, is it okay to continue training if infected? And at what point do you suggest returning? Or at what point do you suggest returning to training? And lastly, is there a, posi- a potential of doing harm if you train through or return? To training too early, so all these respiratory shit that's messing with our systems, yeah, is is what do you think in terms of the classic? I mean, Phil Gaiman uh, uh, posted the other day he had something removed from his his upper thigh, and he mm. was and his joke was talking to his doctor saying, "Do I just tell him straight out? Okay, I'm going to go riding on this as soon as possible. How do you tell me?" how do you accommodate for that as opposed to how long do I have to wait to train? You you see what I'm saying? You know, (laughs) the difference between I'm effing training as opposed to how long does the doctor say I have to train? So with this RSV and flu and COVID effing with our lungs,
5: Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts? Um, so there's, uh, you know, all three of these are, like you said, respiratory illnesses. So I think that the train of thought here is we're worried about damaging the lungs when they're already, you know, undergoing damage mm-hmm. from the from the virus and its replication. Um, I think a good rule of thumb with any illness is uh, above the neck. If you have symptoms above the neck, you're okay to train. If you have symptoms below the neck, you should probably be resting. Mm-hmm. So what that means is like headaches if you're having runny nose cough that sort of thing it's probably okay to get on the bike um, massive you, head wounds, massive gushing yeah. head wounds, yeah. like mm-hmm. massive wound hair loss, ears. yeah, There's pus coming out of your ears, yeah, pus in the ears. That, like, you know, we're talking about respiratory illness. But if you're <laughs> vomiting, if you're cough, but it, you know, coughing up sp- a ton of sputum, that's different. That that I'm going to say what sputum, sputum like uh, phlegm. Shlam. loogies oh, okay. Schmutz from okay. your lungs. Schmutz. Yeah, yeah. Like looks like boogers, but it came from your throat. Oh, that okay. sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Who's hungry? No. <laughs> brown green yellow yeah, okay. you know, those yeah. things okay. fevers diarrhea that sort of thing you probably should be resting okay. when you're when you're ill um, your body is using whatever reserve you have to fight off the illness so the biggest thing is that if you have you know if you're in the active acute phase of some sort of illness where you are coughing up phlegm you have a fever that sort of thing you should divert all resources to getting better you probably should not train Um, that being said, these RSV flu COVID, they can have lingering, uh, symptoms like a sore throat and cough for weeks to months. Mm -hmm. So it's okay to get back on the bike as you're able to, as you can tolerate it. You know, like you, you understand that your body's probably still fighting something off and your fatigue levels might be higher. So you might not be able to do what you used to do. Um, but it, it's okay to get back on a bike. Um, there's obviously the portion of, you probably shouldn't go training with people when you're actively ill, but if you're in your basement on a trainer or whatever, or outside riding alone, that's probably fine, but don't get your friends sick. Um, and then risk for long-term damage. Um, you know, I, I think that the viruses themselves, um, and whether or not you're going to have long-term damage is kind of predetermined by your genetics and your overall health. Um, and your vaccination status, I don't think that you're going to make it worse by exercising. So if you're, I mean, if you somehow manage to get on a bike while you're actively fevering and vomiting, um, what's going to happen is you're going to prolong your illness. You're not going to damage your lungs permanently, but you're probably going to prolong your illness, which is in the end just going to hurt your fitness. So in the long run, I like the I like the rule if it's above your... But if the symptoms are above your neck, you you probably find to at least train as tall toler- like to the level that you're tolerating. That brings us back to hereditary, and uh, there's a moment in that movie <laughs> which
4: is above the neck, and uh, it it really is. Is that the movie where it's like the
3: scene where the grandma or this like old lady's like eating the kid's head? Is that the same? No, there's no, another movie. There's no, another movie. No, not that eating the kid's it. head. That's But, good. The, but that, the grandma's involved. Well, they always are. Yeah, the <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right. Um. You guys, is this the one, Paul? Yes, it is. This is the one you like. <laughs> Brings the end of another Pack podcast. <laughs> I hope you truly liked coming into the studio. And welcome to the Pack Lounge. <laughs> I'm Fuzzy Pat. You. <laughs> e- the pink pianist <laughs>
1: pink pianist.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you guys uh
4: i i do have to ask you guys eventually about um th- this idea that i was going to talk about tonight about um uh, fondos becoming racist fondos becoming true races and i'll bring that up next week because i'm going to push that out to another time so um gentlemen thank you all for being here thank you um nice. and be sure to subscribe to the show as well as our youtube channel it really helps with our business model Tell a friend, give us a rating, and I guess that's it. We'll see you next week. Thanks, mm-hmm. guys. Sam, uh, by the way, get some sleep because you're yawning the whole fucking show. That's right. Be on
5: time next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, you're
4: late and you're yawning. Au revoir. How revoir. up.